You're listening to the David Cassidy Connections with your host, Louise Poynton. Hello everyone and a very warm welcome. Today I'm speaking with Clea Maloneth, who in 1974 won a competition to meet David in Hollywood, but had to wait an agonising five months before the big day arrived. She later described that as the highlight of my life. Clear is a bubbling personality with an infectious laugh. I tracked her down for my book cherish, David Cassidy, A Legacy of Love. We met for lunch and got along so well, it was six hours later that we got our respective trains home. She recalls today how she was determined to meet him, entering numerous competitions before she landed the big prize. In aid of the Friends of the Children's Society, the competition which Clear entered involved following clues which took you to well-known places across London. She raised an outstanding £500. In our conversation, she explains how nervous she felt meeting him, why he mesmerised her, how she wants to remember David, and why she believes he is now at peace. Meeting David, was he everything you expected him to be? Oh, yeah. Well, you know, sometimes, you know, when you see people in real life, they look different. Sometimes people say that they look better looking or more beautiful or, uh, you know, he looks exactly the same that, you know, that you see him when you saw him on the TV or his photos. He looks, you know, exactly how I expect him to be, except they because in the photos he does look sort of tiny when you meet him in the flesh i thought yeah he's kind of quite petite but he wasn't short if you know what i mean he was to me he was the perfect boyfriend material he was the perfect man of that time yeah and i remember looking at his hair and you know the way he kind of flicked a bit at the the bottom and I was looking at me and I thought he's he looks so sort of shiny clean but you know you get to some people and they look a bit you think oh they look a bit rough and you know and that but he looked he just looked what can I say because I thought I know uh, you know you look at somebody and you you you're obsessed with them but he just looked perfect just how I in my photos or exactly how I imagine him to be. That pure excitement of meeting yeah. someone who is the most popular person on the planet and suddenly you're in their company. Yeah, that's how I felt like because when we were there in, in the studio, there wasn't even a lot of conversation going on, but you think to yourself, I want to savour this, but I just kept looking at him. And then when we were sitting having our photos done, there is one of my photos and I'm looking a little bit as if my eyes are closed because I'm looking sideways and I'm looking at him. And I thought, I can't believe. I thought, there's millions of people that they would love to be sitting here rubbing, you know, their leg right against him. That's why I crossed my leg and I wanted to be really really close and then it was great just have that warmth and i could even now i could almost feel his shoulder he had his arm like his shoulder practically leaning on my shoulder 
and he felt I could feel the warmth of his body, like through his shirt. I know it sounds crazy, but just to have that closeness is like, you know, and he was pure, you know what I mean? He was great. But he was, and even after he died, when I looked, saw some of the um, things on the TV, and I remember where Lorraine Kelly was saying, and he said, oh, he was, he was a beautiful man. He said he was beautiful. We arrived on the Sunday, so obviously that was a bit of a rest day. We were told off because we went out walking. It was about five o'clock in the afternoon, and it was daylight and sunny and then they told us off we shouldn't be walking out on our own hollywood boulevard or whatever we stayed at the lovely roosevelt hotel which was very fashionable and um uh it was the following day on the monday so we had uh, this stretch limo and our chauffeur was larry Anyway, I got to sit in front with Larry. I didn't mind. I wanted to see him. And then um, uh, they took us to Disneyland. So that's the first thing we did. And Dave Bridget came along with his girlfriend, Maxine. And Maxine, she became a great friend of mine over the years. Uh, so they took us to Disneyland. And I remember we went for the rides. And when they took us for lunch, I remember... Uh, I'm thinking, I don't want to eat a lot of food because when I meet David, I want to look slim still. <laughs> because, you know, I mean, I was very slim, but, you know, it's like for months, I was like thinking I was, um, I just wanted to be, uh, uh, I, I lost some more weight. I mean, I wasn't fat, but I mean, I lost weight and I was at uh, facials and that even at that age I was always obsessed with beauty uh, at the time and I remember thinking at this Disneyland they ordered all this food and I thought I don't want to eat because by the time Thursday comes I don't want to end up looking bloated and overweight <laughs> I mean I was only like about eight stone uh, two or something but I was more I so I remember thinking that it was so geared up to the meeting because I thought I really wanted to see him first because I thought Thursday I thought well it's not going to be much of a chance if we wanted to see him again or if there was a chance to see him again before we flew back on the Sunday so it was it was in a way I thought I wanted to see him as soon as we arrived I thought it's a shame we didn't get to see him like the following day and then in the week we could have tried to say if we could have organized to see him again you know, because everything else just kind of paled into comparison. They they said, look, you can do anything you like, really. So they booked us this line safari and, and all that. And you know what? I think, yeah, because all the time, you know, we just want to see him. We mm. wasn't enjoying anything else. You know what I mean? And it was yeah. like dinner in the hotel. They didn't really take us out anywhere else. So, but we didn't care. We just wanted to see him. But I think if we had met David first, we'd have been all excited and it might have made everything else a bit more enjoyable. I saw him on TV. I think it was a Saturday morning with the Partridge family. And I thought, it was like love at first sight. You know, when you first see somebody and then I'm, I feel, although now none of us want to be old and, 
would love to be young again. At the same time, I thought it was such a lovely time, you know, in those days that we had this, you know, everybody was different then. We were much more um, innocent, you know, uh, and having these icons and we went crazy. Uh, and then uh, to be in his era and to be at that time, I also feel so lucky to to have been, you know, at the age I was and to sort of, you know, know of his existence and just to meet him then. Mm. And it's just it's a nice feeling because I thought, well, even though I only had about an hour that we had with him, you know, about an hour in the studio, maybe just a little bit more, I thought that was the time in the universe where we just we just had that with him. Uh, and it was lovely because I thought, well, at least he knew of my existence <laughs> and he saw me in the flesh and then I saw him in the flesh. Yeah. You were always determined to meet him, weren't you? Oh, yeah, yeah, and I just knew. I don't know, I think sometimes it's like, you know, some things in your life that is going to happen. They, it was... It was it was always a thing. I thought I was going to meet him, and it ha nearly happened several times. And then I thought, when he did, I just thought, yeah, I thought I I I make this happen. I thought me, I make this happen because, especially with the way the competition was, I worked hard for it as well. It wasn't just the it just so happened. Had to do the walk and had to get sponsors, you know, and but you know, so it was it was great. And then just having that bit of time with him and sitting so close, and then he gave me a kiss as well. <laughs> so it was lovely. Normally, I mean, obviously, when I was young, I thought he was beautiful. He was a beautiful person, but when you're young, in the seventies. That's the, that's the look you wanted your boyfriend to look like. You know what I mean? You know, for for my age then, and we were like similar in age, uh, suddenly like uh, three years older. Uh, yeah, and then I just imagine, oh yeah, we're perfect together. <laughs> Finally, I can, you know, oh, I had more time with him. <laughs> so there you go, everybody must have felt like that. I mean, at the time when I won, and uh, it probably wouldn't happen now, but through that um, David Cassidy magazine, I don't know why they printed my address and things, but I had so many people. It's, it's a good thing nobody turned up on my doorstep, but mm. there were so many people just writing to me, please, can you take this to David? Can you take this letter to David, can you, and it was like as if by association me meeting him is like they wanted to get close to me because I've been close to him and I thought this is weird but at the same time it made me feel happy, you know, Yeah. it was great but because I felt like that when other people have met him and I got friendly with Julie Towers. Now, strangely enough, we never met because at that age, I mean, I was young. I only just got work and she lived up in Leicester. 
and she was going to come to London. So we used to write regularly. But when she won, I thought, oh, my God, you know, I'm actually writing with her. She's my pen friend and she's my friend. And she's met David. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And then yeah. when I won, about two, three years later, because I was a runner-up on the competition she won, uh, then she was happy for me. And then I thought, well, we both have something in common now. As I say, I'm still, I still kept, until we moved from Camberwell, uh, I still had all her letters. I was writing with her for a long time. Her, but, uh, and then we just said, the letters got a bit less and less. And then we just suddenly, it just kind of died out naturally. But I was hoping that, uh, I did keep some letters of uh, some of my pen friends and uh, hopefully I'll find her address and maybe I will write one day. I might be able to find out where she is. Yes, of course, she's a similar age as well. Yes, because she won a competition to meet him in Hollywood, didn't she? Well, yeah, it was that fabulous 208 magazine. Uh -huh. And that was the one, it was between me and her. I became the runner-up. Mm. Anyway, I, I ended up getting third prize and second prize. Because the third prize for his, his album, they wrote to me and they were going to do a decider. A decider had to write something about why I want to meet him. And obviously she wrote something. I don't know what she wrote, but she won. And I, I had second prize, <laughs> which I don't know, it was loads of makeup and stuff like that. Yeah. And, then so really could have gone either way she went to the studios to meet the partridge family and she met him on set and there was a few photos of her there it was lovely to see him but at the same time i felt a bit disappointed it wasn't longer you know but so i still especially now since he's gone i still think i'm so lucky that i have met him can you remember the first moment when he walked towards you? You'd been waiting all these years to meet him. Well, yeah. in some ways, it's like, I didn't want to look. He was <laughs> sitting in the, it was a long corridor where the door was, and they had to walk up this long corridor. And then we were facing these doors into the studio, these double doors. So there was like a, a sitting area, like um, a settee or the one where we had the photos done, where we came out to have the photos done. And that was in the hallway. So I was sitting on to, from the entrance when he was coming up, I was sitting on that end, on the other, so he was to my, to my right side. So I had to look to the right side when we were sitting down. We saw him coming up and he was just striding up very sort of casually. And uh, I think he said, oh, look, we've got an audience or something. I can't exactly remember because it was still a bit far away. And I, I just looked and I thought, oh, my God, it's him. And then I kind of looked away again. It was like smiling. And at the same time, I could feel these sort of butterflies and, and stuff and, and all excitement. But at the same time, I just wanted to get away. I thought, this is not happening. I'm not ready to meet him. 
And I thought, do I look okay? You know, like you normally do. Mm. Do I look all right? You know what I mean? And uh, and then they reached us and we just stood up. And he said, come on, uh, let's you just push the door open. Let's come into the studio. And we just went into the studio. And then he was talking to some of the technical, only a couple of other people in there, um, uh, about the music and basically we were just waiting and then we uh after he was talking to people and fiddling about with some of the keyboards and that we just kept looking at him but we it was so natural we, we felt as if part of the crew if you know what i mean mm. and then um and then uh i don't know what it was we decided as said we had some gifts for him because I had it, I had it bound up with this bubble wrap, and I had it in this guitar case, and then I gave him mine, and I think I sent you that photo. She opened it up, and I put this uh, message at the back, and then she looked at it and just smiled when he read the message, and then I gave him a card from my sister as well, and her name is Nikki. Well, she's like 10 years younger than me. And then uh, she's, he said, oh, another Nikki. So obviously he remembered the Nikki that won the year before. And then we said, uh, somebody said about having some photos. And then he said, look, because it was a bit cramped in that studio and it was a bit dark as well. So he said, oh, let's go outside. So the seating area where we were, then we went out there to have... Uh, our photos done and then once we've had our photos done and uh, we're chatting a little bit um wanted to get him to sign my autograph book right and it was a zipped up little autograph book and when i was, unzipped it it was a, a ten dollar bill fell to the floor i didn't realize i must have kept it in there in the hotel sort of hidden away or something and he said, oh, he said, dollars or something. He said, you're rich. <laughs> you know, and I bent down to pick it up. Anyway, he signed my my thing. And then uh, and then he said, oh, we have to go back in thing with the music or something. And, she, and that, and he just kissed me and everything. And, uh, and then he, he just said goodbye. And he went in and, yeah, and he went back there. Oh, yeah, while I was in the studio, while we were fiddling about looking at him, I actually lost one of my contact lens. <laughs> I was alone. And I thought myself, I hope nobody's noticed. <laughs> no, honestly, it was because it was the days when the lens were hard, not the soft lens. Yeah. Uh -huh. And I thought, oh, my God. You know what? I can't even remember if I found it. So probably I was, I couldn't even see him probably I thought I've got one I'm looking uh, bending down he probably thought what is going on <laughs> down in the studio because it was on two tiers like there were you went sort of up some steps and there was this console and behind it where all the push buttons were and everything and there was a limited space there that's why some of the photos had done look because it wasn't very roomy and then you came down the stairs and there was like a little seating area but it was all dark and then you can see 
through the glass there into another studio where they used to go and obviously record in there. So it was in that little bit when I was sitting down. I must have looked to the side and my heart lands one of them. I thought, oh, my hand went on funny and it popped out. I think I did find it because it must have been, I thought, popped it back in or something. But I tell you, it was a bit embarrassing because I could have lost my lens. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sure it happens. Oh, dear. <laughs> it was only an hour with him. Yeah, yeah. Because the thing is, obviously, he was there that evening. We were just there, just say, look. He felt that they had to try and fit us in somewhere. And for David, it was for him to work that evening. In a way, it didn't feel that, you know, we were, he was just there just to meet us. So, although he was lovely and he was nice to us and, you know, I've got no disappointment, somehow he felt a little bit that it's like, a, it's like the cool way to get rid of us. Mm. Not him, not David, but all the people around him. It was, it was just a little bit deflating. Yeah, apart from Bruce Johnston, that man, he's a lovely person. So if he was a good friend to him, he was excellent because he was the one, he was treating us just like uh, members of the crew or part of them. He didn't think as these two girls are just fans. He was asking us, oh, you know, are we enjoying ourselves? And we were a bit stuck in the hotel. But as I say, uh, we were all excited and nervous and anxious and couldn't wait to see him because it just seemed such a long time till the Thursday when we met him. And then you think in all that excitement, all that waiting, and then we only had about an hour with him. Even in the studio, obviously he had to talk with people and all that. And we were just mainly sitting around and just moving around him sort of thing, not getting in the way. I mean, he was sweet. He was lovely. He, he didn't give us any, you know, like notion that we were in the way. But I think it was the other people. And, but the only thing is I'm upset about, even when I go through my albums now and obviously forgetting some of the things and reading some of the, the letters, was supposed to come to England and they were going to have a party. And this is how thoughtful David was. Anybody that raised more than £50 in the runners-up thing, you know, on the list mm -hmm. uh, of people, they were going to have a party, right? And I was going to be invited as well. Uh, this is from my competition. And uh, he, he was going to be, you know, in a couple of months with her. And I was getting all excited because I thought to myself, well, at least I'm going to get to meet him again. They were going to have a party. He must have realised maybe it wasn't enough what we had and he obviously thought some of his other fans of course that never happened you feel so lucky to have met him i know that oh yeah and because i thought well also maxine she was such a wonderful friend because i went back to america a few times those connections that we make through having well, I've an, met have, you now you have because my me by winning and you trying to contact me contacting you you know yeah. it's like getting to know some of 
his fans and other people. We're all we're all kind of connected in a way. We are. It's lovely. It really yeah, is. it is. And I mean, now even um, you know, just to I mean, I'm not faced by celebrities anymore. Strangely enough, the older you get, I thought, well, so what? Just people. So. But the thing is, in when you're young, and we had these sort of fantasies, and to actually meet somebody you dream about, it is to me it was the most exciting thing in my young life. You know that's yeah. happened. I totally understand that. I mean, I've had lots of. I'm not a boring person. Well, I like to think I'm not a boring person, and lots of exciting things have happened in my life. But that's because I think is I've made them happen to me, meeting him, meeting David, because I've, I could have probably met other people and I have met other people. Wasn't as excited as I was when I met David. He was like the highlight of my life. Okay, he might have been infatuation, but you think of it as love, and it is a kind of love that I would never have again with anybody that love had for David. But then you see, maybe it's nice that maybe I never got to see him again or never got to know him better, because if I saw a different side to him, it might have tarnished of what I felt, you know what I mean? Because he never shattered my dream after I met him. It was exactly how I imagined it to be and more. So in a way, it was perfect that even if it was only an hour, it was an, a, per, a perfect hour. That can't be better. That can't be taken away from you. No, perfect hour. So if... I never had that with him again. Maybe it was God's wish that, that my dream is never going to be tarnished. It was just always going to be perfect. He was the perfect teenager's dream. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's what I mean. Even though it was, I can't, I, I don't know how else to put it, it felt a bit disappointing because it was a bit after we went to the hotel when we'd been driven away back to the hotel. It was, we felt so low. We were in tears because, not because, it, it just felt, we were happy, but, and then I thought, uh, it was, why couldn't we have gone out with them? Because they gave us that little hope that we could spend more time and then taken away. And then I thought, well, um, at least I thought, you know, he didn't give us that impression that, I thought, oh, okay, hello, girls, nice to see you, you know, and that's it, you know, goodbye. He made us feel good. You told me that your dream had come true and that you do believe that you will meet him again. Well, I do. I believe in, well, I will meet him uh, because there were my beliefs that I, I do believe when you pass away, you do meet the people you love and other people. I don't know whether in spirit form or whatever, but you do get to see them again. That's what I believe, yeah. So I think I will see him again, yeah. yeah. He is part of my universe in my, what you say, you know, wavelength now. I do believe that. I believe because... When you die, where does your spirit go? 
you know, your soul, that doesn't die, your mem- you know, your thoughts. I'm very much into um, positive thinking and psychology and all that. You know, when you have, uh, when you think about somebody, really, really think about somebody, and then you will hear from that person, right? So when you die, where do your those thoughts and all that, where do they go? They're out in space somewhere, isn't they? So I do believe... I do believe that you get to see people again. So whatever it was, that was the time that I was going to meet him. And it's never going to be anything like that again. But I believe if you really, really want something uh, bad enough, you get it. You draw it to you. You're like a kind of a magnet. I think when you pass away, you are asleep and you're resting. And Mm. I do believe in God. But there's going to come a time when we pass away. It might be a different realm or something, but we get to see people. We get to see them. You know, we kind Mm. of meet up because otherwise, what is the point of us being here? I mean, I lost a baby. At birth, he only lived for an hour, Jamie. And and then I thought, well, why? I'm, I know I'm going to get to see my baby again. Well, I like to think that. I think that's what keeps us going, isn't it? Because yeah. if you don't believe in that. I mean, you only have to look up in the sky. I mean, I go out now whenever you see the sky. And it's a wonder. You see the universe and you think, yeah, what's those hidden? It's a mystery. So mm. we must all go somewhere. I mean, I've still got that album and uh, our trip there and, uh, you know, and and I've got my memories and I do go over and, you know, my congratulation letters and things like that because it's just, and I do go over it in my mind because I don't want to forget. But, you know, it's it's surprising sometimes you do forget little details, you know, and I used to keep sweet wrappers and all sorts of stuff. (laughs) your thoughts on what your lasting memory is of David. And I just wanted him to still look young and beautiful. So I kept thinking, I'm so lucky I met him when I did. I met him at the right time. And then, you know, he's just at peace now. So I'm glad nobody else can touch him. Nobody can hurt him. This is one of the greatest icons of all time. Nobody goes this crazy anymore. If you have enjoyed this episode, tell your friends, share on social media, and I would love it if you subscribed. That way you can find out first when a new episode is available. Until we connect again, stay safe, take care of yourselves and each other.